This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go. This is a Fantasy Fast Track presented by Monkey Night Fight. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. We're going to get you prepped here in a rapid fire style for week number three of the fantasy football season. And we had all the bloodshed, all the carnage, all the strewn bodies across the battlefield last week. And, you know, look, it's a next man up league, Brandon. So opportunity knocks. So give me a pick out of this group of elevated backup running backs who are now thrust into some primary roles, who excels the most here in week number three? Mike Davis of the Carolina Panthers, Daryl Henderson of the L.A. Rams, Jerick McKinnon of the battered and bruised San Francisco 49ers, or Deion Lewis of the G-Men? Who do you like most? Ooh, I like how you just laid that out in perfect order. That's exactly how I have this guy's ranked for this week. I have Mike Davis in the mid-teens. I love seeing those eight catches. Look, he's not Christian McCaffrey, but he's going to be asked to do a lot of what they did with Christian McCaffrey, which is catch balls out of the backfield. So he has that nice PPR bump, and I think you'll see him get an appreciable amount of carries. I don't love the matchup, but I just like the volume workload. Daryl Henderson's not that far behind for me. I think those two guys are the clear one-two in this group. And McKinnon's interesting in a flex sense, but I'm not touching Deion Lewis this week. No, I'm with you on Deion Lewis. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you at the top, though. I'm taking Daryl Henderson. Okay. Uh, you know, I've been really impressed with the L.A. Rams' push on that offensive line, which was uh, you know, one of their weaknesses last season. And you look at the matchup against Buffalo. I mean, Miles Gaskin had some success against them last week. I like Henderson's explosiveness. Top 10 right now in yak per attempt. And with uh, Malcolm Brown also hurting because he's got that busted-up pinky, we'll see how many you know, touches he really gets and you know, likely no Cam Akers. This is a real carpe diem moment for Henderson, and that's where I'm leaning. Though I kind of like Mike Davis as a back-end RB2 this week. What about backup quarterback uh, now in a primary role under center? Who do you like more this week? This is more for the Superflex crowd out there or the streamers. Jeff Driscoll of the Denver Broncos going up against Tampa Bay. Justin Herbert uh, going up against the Carolina Panthers. Or going back to San Francisco, Nick Mullins drawing the Giants. Yeah, I think it's got to be Justin Herbert. It looked like cool as a cucumber in his NFL debut against the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Now, Quarterbacks haven't gotten rich against the Panthers so far this year. Derek Carr and Tom Brady came out with uh, pretty mediocre numbers. But uh, I think Justin Herbert, his ability to, to run a bit uh, is, is nice. And I love that the Carolina Panthers are not putting pressure on the quarterback at all this year. And so that's going to allow Herbert to sit back in the pocket and and buy some time. And I think this game could be somewhat contentious. So I think, you know, Herbert's going to have to probably throw a little bit more than we've seen previous quarterbacks, Derek Carr and Tom Brady. Uh, so I like Herbert the most here. Yeah, me too. I mean, he can spend it. 8.5 total air yards per attempt last week. 9.4 in terms of YPA, 300 plus. And he's got that sneaky scoring duality, as you mentioned. Uh, I think, you know, it's going to be a multi-TD game. I would say at least 260 passing yards. I think he'll best. Though, you know, Jeff Driscoll's interesting. He was a top 10 quarterback last season over a three-game stretch for the Detroit Lions, and he has that scoring duality ability as well. But, yeah, definitely the advantage there, the number six overall pick out of the University of Oregon. Uh, The former Duck will not be Fakwa. Uh, this week against the Carolina Panthers. Of course, we are presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. If you haven't checked out MKF, go there now. Use that promo code FTN, and you get a free $5 game on the house if you are a new user. Again, promo code FTN. 
TN and get that free $5 game on the house. There's no sharks in the waters. It's just you against uh, the house, essentially. More or less over or under with their props. You parlay them together. You hit a couple of them. Bam, you win. It's that easy. It's that simple. And in our Fantasy Five, which we're going to get to here in a moment, all the lines are pulled directly from MKF on the more or less option. Again, monkeyknifefight.com. Go there now. Sign up. Use that promo code FTN to get a free $5 game on the house. With that, let's indeed get to today's Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, let's start things off with Deontay Johnson, who right now, Funson's been the number one wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers draw the Houston Texans here in week number three. Here is a line. 66 and a half receiving yards. I am taking the over on this one, you know, Deontay Johnson's been very impressive. A player with a 31.9 target percentage so far this season. Uh, 23 total targets, 14 catches, 149 yards, and the one touchdown. 35.8% of the team's air yards have gone through him. And he gets Bradley Roby primarily in coverage. who's given up a 128.2 passer rating. I think it's going to be a 70-yard game, man. And I think he's going to find the end zone as well. I am comfortably ranked as a wide receiver, too. Do you disagree with my viewpoint? Yeah, it is a building narrative that Deontay Johnson is looking like the number one receiver uh, in this Steelers offense. And I said it in the in the preseason. He kind of fills the Antonio Brown role. Now, you know, I'm not saying he's Antonio Brown, but he's got a lot of similar characteristics in the style of play. And I think Ben Roethlisberger is kind of connected with that. So I like this is not a huge number, especially considering the volume he's been getting. I like the over as well. I'm going to follow. Oh, I like it. Following me right out of the gate. Number four. All right, let's move on to our next selection here. Joe Mixon has kicked people in the parts from a fantasy perspective. 71 and a half rush yards this week going up against Fletcher Cox and the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm on the under, Brandon, and you know the reason why. The offensive line couldn't open a hole for a mouse right now of the Cincinnati Bengals. And Joe Mixon's been, you know, mostly unimpressive, though he's seen only an 8.57% stack rate. That means eight or more men in the box. Still just a 2.34 yak per attempt, though he's forced a missed tackle 20.0% of the time. Done some damage in the pass game. I know he gets the volume. I know Gerald Burrow's going to, you know, continue to improve and evolve and develop as a passer, but I just do not like this matchup. Going against an Eagles front, it's giving up 3.7 yards per carry to running backs. That's why I have Joe Mixon this week ranked RB24, Brandon. Fade or follow my under 71.5 rush yards on Mixon. That's going to happen for Mixon eventually. You like the volume, as you mentioned. I don't love the matchup. The the Eagles giving up less than four yards of carry to the running back position. And I have a worry is that this Bengals team can kind of stay in, you know, close close contention uh, at some point they're just going to have to throw the ball like we've seen Joe Burrow do yeah. a whole lot of so far so uh, that's my worry that limits the upside I will also follow on the under uh, let's do a little in, in game of uh, head-to-head here you tell me who you'd rather uh, have in your lineup this week at the running back position let's assume half point PPR Joe Mixon or Mike Davis <laughs> I have Mike Davis 16 uh, I'll reveal Joe Mixon is 17 for me oh interesting I have Davis at 23 and Mixon at 24 <laughs> Oh, so a little bit further down. Uh, what about Joe Mixon or Daryl Henderson, who I mentioned? Uh, I have Mixon a couple spots ahead of Daryl Henderson. Uh, I've got Daryl Henderson four spots ahead. Last one, Mixon or Joshua Kelly, who has gotten a 
vigorous 30-plus touches over two games. <laughs> yeah, and this is one of those times where I actually have Josh Kelly ranked behind Mixon, but if I actually had to make this decision with one of my fantasy teams, I may not go with my rankings on that. So uh, I will say Mixon, but it is, uh, it's a dubious ranking there for that. Oh, I'm going Joshua Kelly all diggity day long. Number three. All right, let's move on to the quarterback position. Here is the line. It's fantasy points. You get one point for every 20 yards passing, your standard four points for a passing touchdown, and then everything else you know follows suit, especially for the rushing yards. Josh Allen, and that applies here, 20.5 fantasy points against the L.A. Rams. He's the number one quarterback. He's a top taco right now, spicy one at that at the position. But that was against who? Miami and the Jets. Two dreadful, woeful, underwhelming secondaries. Now you get Jalen Ramsey, Troy Hill, who I think is very underappreciated in this secondary of the L.A. Rams, collectively giving up 6.1 pass yards per attempt and 254 pass yards per game. Uh, Now, Allen has really impressed me with his accuracy. Yes, I can't believe it, and this is such a 2020 thing to occur. Uh, But he is number 10 right now to just a completion percentage, Funston. And he's number three with 0.74 fantasy points per drop back. But I think this is a big old slice of humble pie based on the more rigorous opponent. I am taking the under on that 20.5 fantasy points. You got to fade or follow me. Ooh, yeah. I got to fade you somewhere. Uh, I kind of was... This is going to be right on the number in my mind. Last year, he averaged 18 fantasy points per game in the scoring format. He's been uh, almost at 30 per game this year. Uh, I I just think, you know, that Stephon Diggs is there, and that is going to boost him a little bit uh, overall. I'll say he gets slightly over 20. I will take the over and fade you all right well let's see where you stand on him and the overall pecking order at quarterback this week who would you rather have in a head-to-head scenario josh allen or matthew stafford in a potential pew 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 shootout game in arizona uh i will take josh allen uh i'm taking matthew stafford in a walk uh what about josh allen or matt ryan going up against against my chicago pierce uh i am going to take josh allen I'm taking Matt Ryan. Last one, Josh Allen or Deshaun Watson. Uh, Watson going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Are you finally going to pick Josh Allen here? Because I am. Uh, I am. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I would never be welcome to the great state of Wyoming again, if that were the case. Uh, then again, I, I don't think anybody would notice because there's like yeah. five people that live there. It's basically elk and grass. That's it. So there you go on Josh Allen. Number two. All right, numero dos, mandatory Montgomery. That's right, you jackals. Here's a line, Brandon. 59 and a half rush yards against Atlanta. And, of course, I'm over because Dave Montgomery is a completely different player than he saw last year. He shed the baby fat. Uh, no longer chubby checker out there. Uh, and he is moving uh, with more smoothness, more explosivity as well. Uh, a player at 3.48 yak per attempt so far this season, RB4 in yards created, 24.2 missed tackle percentage. Atlanta, you know, they, they've been relatively stout against a run, 3.45 yards per carry allowed. Two opposing running backs, 111.5 total yards per game, giving up four touchdowns in total. But this, you know what the Bears are going to want to do? E- even though Trubisky, this is a, a great setup for him, to really try to bombard this defense, especially without Robinson, who's underwhelmed here the last couple of weeks. But they love a balanced approach. They want the offense to roll through mandatory Montgomery. 
I think he's going to get 18 to 22 touches in this one. And again, this is a really low threshold. 59 and a half rush yards. As long as the Bears can stay competitive and their defense has played well enough to say that they will, uh, I think he's going to be in the 70s yet again. Fader following me the over. Mandatory Montgomery. 59 and a half rush yards. Under. Fade. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, you're you're just doing this despite no, me so no, hard. I'm not. I actually wholeheartedly believe this. I I actually think Atlanta. I would I would consider them in a survivor league pick them uh, as the as the guaranteed win. This is a team back against the wall, going home. zero and two. Dan Quinn on the hot seat. This is a run stuffing defense that gives it up through the air, and this is a great offense. I actually think Atlanta's going to get jump out in front in this game, and Chicago is going to have a hard time running. And then not going to want to run because they're going to have to to try to play catch up. So I don't like the way this game sets up for Montgomery and Grady Jarrett down there in the middle of that Atlanta defense is a hungry, hungry hippo when it comes to ball carriers. Uh, you're such a hater. You're such a hater. <laughs> That's all there is to it. I, I'm, I, I got him ranked at RB14 this week. Where do you have him? Oh, uh, I have him ranked at 17. So um, you're not that important. He's going to do off. some. He, they've been throwing the ball to him. I think he's going to get his his best work done in the passing game. That's just wrong. That's all I'm going to say. Number one. All right, last one. Uh, let's go to Corey Davis, who is uh, doing his best. Devonte Parker from 2019 impersonation. Uh, 53 and a half receiving yards against the Minnesota Vikings, who could be down my cues. That might actually be uh, addition by subs- uh, subtraction for Minnesota because I think Hughes has given up a perfect pass already through two games so far this season. But, man, this secondary is rubbish. Holton Hill, 125.4 passer rating allowed. Jeff Gladney, 143.8 passer rating allowed, along with 2.62 yards per snap surrendered. Uh, and that's why I'm taking the over here. A.J. Brown probably not going to play. Uh, it's it's pretty much Corey Davis, Johnny Smith, and smatterings of uh, Adam Humphreys through the air for Ryan Tannehill. And, and Davis, you know, he's seen 32.4% of the team's total air yards. He's wide receiver 21 uh, in terms of overall fantasy value right now. Decent 11.1 average depth of target, 13 for 10 catches, 137 and a touchdown. But as I mentioned, Minnesota giving up that 8.4 YPA. And according to the FTN Daily wide receiver quarterback matchup tool that Jeff Ratcliffe oversees, the seventh best matchup possible for a wide receiver this week. That's what Corey Davis has. And I think this is like 75-plus and a touchdown. Fade or follow me, the over, Corey Davis, 53.5 receiving yards against the Vikes. Yeah, the only worry is that this game goes the way it did last week uh, when the Vikings lost to the Colts, and the Colts just went run heavy, and Zach Paschal and Michael Pittman and, and T.Y. Hilton all went under this number because they just didn't throw a ton, and they they were holding a comfortable lead. You look at week one when Green Bay played them, it was a, it was a 70, uh, 77 points total scored, and it was kind of a track meet, and, and they had three guys over this number. I feel pretty comfortable, though, with A.J. Brown out. There's not a ton of targets uh, in this Titans offense to throw to. you got Jonu, you got Corey Davis, and a little bit of Adam Humphreys. That's about it. So I think they'll throw enough to get Corey Davis sort of comfortably over this number. Yeah, the CD ain't going to scratch, ain't going to skip for you this week. Uh, comfortably get him in your lineup, even as a wide receiver, too, I would say, in a 12-team setting. And that is a wrap on today's edition of the Fantasy Fast Track. Again, follow us on Twitter, would you kindly? Me, at Noisy Chevos, Brandon Funston, at Brandon Funston. 
uh, give us a rating and or review for this fine program. It really helps us out immensely over the long haul. Check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, FTNBets.com for all your sports betting and fantasy sports content needs. Use the promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to get 10% off your subscription today. And check out Funston's fantastic work along with his excellent colleagues as well at The Athletic. Until next time, adios! <laughs>